0: I'm sure it's familiar to many of you. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. But Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen, which were just as they had been told. Father, I thank you for your word, and I thank you for the life and the power that are in your word. And I thank you for the presence of the Holy Spirit, and I pray that the Holy Spirit would rest upon each person here, that we would find life in what you have to say to us today. In Jesus' name, amen. You may be seated. There are, <clears throat> there are two times a year when people in our culture are inclined to be open to, to hearing the claims of Christ, and, and those two times are Easter and Christmas time. Um, People are, uh, a, as a general rule, there are seasons in individual lives, but these are the times when, culture-wide, people are, are, are ready to hear things. When I was a kid growing up, almost everybody, uh, everybody knew. The, the, the good news was almost everybody knew the gospel story. Uh, the bad news was almost everybody knew the gospel story And it was just kind of eh, okay, yeah, been there, done that, heard I've heard about that. You know. The now the 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 bad news is there are a lot of people out there who just really don't know what this is all about. But the good news is there's a lot of people out there who really don't know what this is all about, and they would like to know. People don't like to be ignorant. Just just let you know a little secret. Uh, they, they don't like to be on the outside, the ones not knowing what's going on. And so they would actually like for somebody to explain to them why we're celebrating this, what, what, what this is all about. Now, I say there are individual seasons in people's lives that may be more powerful. Uh, one of those um, seasons in people's lives are, are times of bereavement, when, when someone, uh, a loved one, a close loved one has died. I, I mean, when I, um, when I speak at a funeral... Uh, very often it 's not at all unusual to find people at, at church the next week or the next, uh, uh, the next time that it comes around that, who because they 've just gone through a season where they realize afresh that this isn 't going to last forever that this is, there actually is going to be an end point to this at some and I might ought to do something about getting ready for that endpoint uh, i 've seen people 's lives dramatically changed through instances such as this another season individually in people's lives is when a is a newborn when they have a child now let me just say that a a newborn child will always change your life there's no question about that right it'll change your sleeping habits it will change your uh perspective about what a mess really is and (laughs) it'll, it'll change your sense of smell at times around around the house uh, but it also tends to change people's lives in that they sometimes people go, you know what? I've got this responsibility now, and this child needs to see something better than what I've been doing. This, this child's going to need something more than what I'm able to give to him, so I need to, get my, I need to get some things together with God. So that's a significant time. Another significant time in individual lives are, are, are times of, of sickness, uh, especially a very serious sickness nothing nothing says help me jesus more than a more than a serious illness people who don't pray at any other time whenever that comes along that begin the, the prayer life begins to to kick in and and that may on some ways on some ways kind of sound cruel but the truth of the matter is that's the truth of the matter that's actually the way that it is but these are individual seasons that come in people's lives. Culture-wide, right now, this is a time when people are willing to hear the gospel, or they're open to hearing the gospel. When I was a child, we got Christmas cards that, uh, uh, that almost invariably had mangers and, and shepherds and angels and wise men on them and scripture verses on the inside. You don't see those much anymore. Uh, and 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 even and i've mentioned i mentioned this almost every year but i think back on it because it's one of my fondest memories nashville used to have this this huge nativity scene that they had every year out in front of the parthenon and that is somewhat ironic that they put it in front of a pagan temple but (laughs) at least it was in front of the pagan temple and you know it stood behind it um and, and so culturally there were there were things that were going on nowadays you know, it's pretty much... It's hard to find anything besides snowflakes and Santa Clauses and and, and, and reindeer and stuff like that. And, and it just kind of feels icky. How many of you went shopping on Good Friday? Black Friday. <laughs> All right, Easter and Christmas. Those are the two times of the year. And, I, and I'm just... I'm getting older, okay? I see the hair? You know, I let it stay there. How uh, I many of you went shopping on, on Black Friday? Yeah, <laughs> I almost said it again, didn't I? Yeah, and, and you know, when you got home, you just felt so good and so energized and so pumped up. Probably not. I mean, you know, you got this stuff and you wanted to show your husband the stuff that you got. And you, and you run in and you show your husband and he's going, that's nice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I see. Um, well, halftime is almost here. Yeah. But, but even more than that, I mean, uh, you know, you're out getting more stuff because you need it. Because you have you you you've got still some room left in your house where you can put some stuff, or you've got some stuff you're planning on throwing away that needs to be replaced in the so that your house won't look empty and you're out doing that and and people are in such a good mood and they're having such a great time and everything uh and i'm and i'm being i'm being sarcastic here because it really kind of feels even if you i mean even if you got a great deal it feels kind of kind of does anybody understand that okay good all the men do uh and and uh, and you know, and they don't even say Merry Christmas anymore. It's Happy Holidays. I remember a few years back when Walmart started saying Happy Holidays, and 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 uh, Christian community rose up in arms. What do you mean Happy Holidays? You're supposed to say Merry Christmas. No, they're not. That's not their business. It isn't their charge. They're, they're the ones who haven't, they, they have not been issued that, that command. None of that matters. We, we may rail against the secularization of the season, but for business, it never was about Christ. I mean, in 1955, it wasn't about Christ. The only reason that it was about Christ was because they can make money on Christ. And now they make money on Electronics. And I've always made money on shoes, but, it's, but it, wasn't, it, it wasn't about Christ. It never was. God did not call Best Buy to proclaim the gospel. They carry the good news of low prices and long store hours, convenient shopping hours. That's their good news. We carry the good news of salvation and eternal life. And let me tell you, I mean, an 80-inch high-definition TV for 500 bucks doesn't even come close, doesn't remotely come close to what it is we got to offer. and, and and, And in terms of need, you know, there may be people out there who believe that they need the big TV. Everybody needs a Savior. Everybody needs the gospel. No question about it. So let me, let me pre- prepare you for this season since we're, uh, since we're in it. We're not getting ready to go into it. We're in it now. Three things about the, the Christmas message. The first one is... It's good news. Suppose, and of course this is highly theoretical, but suppose you bought gas last week somewhere for a dollar a gallon. Okay? Would you tell anyone about it? I mean, you know, or would you want to keep that little supermarket on Weekly Lane a secret so that no one else could get there and get that gas? No, you would be going, hey, guess what? I got gas for a dollar a gallon. And, and you can too. I mean, you'd be busting. Suppose you discovered a magical ice cream diet. <laughs> where you could lose all of the weight that you wanted to lose. You only had to eat four bowls of ice cream a day. <laughs> in order to see the pounds roll off. Would you tell anybody about it? Yeah. Wow. I have found the most incredible thing in the world. Four bowls of ice cream a day. And and you lose weight. It's it's great. Of course, it's asparagus flavored ice cream, but it's... (laughs) Yeah. Something good has happened to me. I have found something good, and I'd like to share it with you i would like for you to have it as well paul says in romans 1 16 through 17 i am not ashamed of the gospel because it is the power of god that brings salvation to everyone who believes what's there to be ashamed about that first for the jew then for the gentile For in the gospel, the righteousness of God is revealed, a righteousness that is by faith from first to last, just as it is written, the righteous will live by faith. I am not ashamed of the gospel. The gospel is supreme. It it is the best news the world has ever heard. The best news that mankind has ever heard. You don't have to die. The only reason why the world tends to think that the gospel isn't really good news is because they look at us. Sometimes. Yeah. And what they see doesn't translate into what they've heard. But, I, I mean, how can you beat this deal? Uh, you know, if you, if you had a choice between uh, owning a color TV or never dying. If you had a choice between a a new car or never dying you know if you had if you had a choice between a million dollars or never dying you know having eternal life and it's and it's free all you have to do is believe in the lord jesus christ what a deal there's there's nothing to be ashamed of there it's the best news the world's ever heard and there's no downside to it whatsoever there's no it's not once the sugar rushes over you crash there's no gotcha, there are no hooks in it anywhere i uh I'm getting close to turning sixty five and i'm getting a lot of mail I'm getting a lot of mail from insurance companies. Some of you have already been through this and you know about that, and some of you uh, will find out about it someday but insurance companies wanting to sell me some insurance for some reason because it's getting ready to be a change in my life and and, and i'll and i'll get uh, and i'll i I've, I don't. I throw most of it away, but uh, you know the outside of the envelope is enough to read, and and especially I like especially like the ones that say, uh, 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 "Apply today, free quote, no hassle." Oh yeah. <laughs> if you, uh, okay, now I, look, I I, I know pe- some of my best friends are insurance agents, and, and, and I love them. But have you ever known a no-hassle? Insurance anything? Of course not. And and we we we're in we get in that mindset because there's always a gotcha, there's always a hook, there's always a oh, it looked like this, but it's actually this, you know. It boy, it sure looked a whole lot better on the menu than it did when it actually came. But the truth of the matter is there's none of that with the gospel. In fact, not only is it, is it not less than what it proposes itself to be, it's a whole lot more than what it proposes itself to be because eye is not seen, ear is not heard, it's not entered into the mind of mankind what God has prepared for those who love Him. You, you, can't, over, you can't overhype the gospel and what's being offered here. And it's the truth. And so we need not be afraid. We need not be defensive. We need not be offensive. Someone may have a different viewpoint. Someone may believe something else. But you know what? I'll bet you whatever it is they believe isn't better. Because there isn't anything better. There's no possibility. And just because faith is involved doesn't mean that it's in, in any way inferior to any system. Every system requires faith. Every system of thought requires faith and i'm you know i'm not just talking about religion any system of thought requires faith I mean, when the doctor says to you here take this pill it will help well it may or may not help but it stands a whole lot better chance of helping if you think it'll help than if you don't think it will because that's the power of faith and so it's good news it's also great joy When I was uh, a little kid, we used to sing a song, and I think little kids still sing it. If you're happy and you know it, clap your hands. I guess they do. And you know it, clap your hands. If you're happy and you know it, then. And you know it, clap your hands. If you're happy and you know it, stomp your feet. If you're happy and you know it, stomp your feet. If you're happy and you know it, then you're… If you're happy and you know it, stomp your feet. If you're happy and you know it, shout amen. If you're happy and you know it, shout amen. Amen Amen. Amen. If you're happy and you know it, then. If you're happy and you know it, shout amen. If you're happy and you know it, do all three amen if you're happy and you know it do all three amen if you're happy and you know it then if you're happy and you know it do all three okay i wouldn't go do all that but y'all we're having so much fun that I decided that we would do all that. Christians can be some of the most sour, dour, dismal looking people in the world. That's why folks don't come to Christ. Come to Christ. <laughs> Not if you're there. Corey Timboom, Mother Teresa, T. D. Jakes. Eugene Peterson, different genders, different races, different cultures, different generations and situations. Powerful believers, powerful Christians. TD's is a fire-breathing preacher, and, and uh, Eugene is an, an academic. And Mother Teresa's called what's called a whole people as they were dying, and Corey Ten Boom. Uh, uh, Nazi concentration camps and all the stuff she went through. They all knew how to smile. They, 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 they all knew how to do that. If you have control of your facial muscles, you can express joy. I mean, and we're redeemed. We're forgiven. We, we serve a God of love. Uh, we, we, we love one another. We uh, have no fear of death. thankful people express joy and and you know what if you can if you have control of your facial muscles you've got something to be joyful about my mother had her first major stroke about 13 years before she passed away she didn't have control of her facial muscles but this this isn't I understand that there are seasons there there are seasons in, in people's lives Uh, seasons of of grief, seasons of of stress, seasons of pain. But we're not talking about happiness. We're talking about joy. Happiness is like facts. It's dependent upon circumstances. It it tends to change. Joy is truth. Joy is like truth. It's something that is there. Tears can sing and joy sheds tears. And even in the darkest night of the soul, their, their joy does, won't run off and leave. Happiness will be gone just like that. But joy endures. It stays. And this is good news, not of joy, but of great joy. Great joy. And when we, and when we share it with people, it's not that you've got to go, I want to tell you about Jesus you know, it's not that you got to be have on your little happy face and things like that because that, that can be phony. But, I mean, people, you know, they, 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 they can see what's in your life and God's put them next to you for a reason. They, they know when there's a foundation there that they don't have. And that, and that foundation is joy. And so we don't, need to, we don't need to be anxious about sharing the gospel with anybody, much less desperate. You know, when you're desperate... Uh, you, then you've already lost. When, when you're desperate, you're, all, you're already way behind uh, the eight ball or something. Back, you know. You just there's a reason why there's a reason why uh, Joe Montana won four Super Bowls because the guy never got desperate. Cool knew what was going on, knew what he had, knew what, he, you know, just just do it. There's a reason why I was not a great quarterback because when I, when I would drift back to pass and, and people would be coming at me angry and, and, and things, uh, and, and they were taller than me and they were bigger than me and they were faster than me, you know, I would have a tendency to go, ah! That's called desperation, and it rarely succeeds. Good news, great joy for all people. One of the problems of getting caught up in in the culture wars and, and religious wars and political wars is that we tend to categorize people, and in doing so, we dehumanize them we put we put a label on them and so they're no longer you know they're no longer bob they're they're now he's a liberal he's a conservative she's a she's a charismatic she's a traditionalist and you know and so now now they've been labeled and they've been and they've been uh, put in situations where we don't have to deal with them as a human being anymore you know i mean that look Sometimes we look at the way a, people, per, a person uh, dresses and just kind of go, you know, I mean, uh, well, uh, they obviously can't, they obviously don't know what's going on, look at how they dress. you know. Uh, if you're under 20, uh, please forgive me here, but most people uh, who are under 20 and, and make photographs of themselves and the way that they dress, when they, when they reach 40, they look back and they always invariably go, what was I thinking? Why did, why did I do that? You know? uh, because how a person dresses isn't who they are. And, and the directions in which they lean on certain things isn't who they are. It's not who they are. And, and we use those things as code. Uh, we use those things, you know, well, he, he's, he's a charismatic, which simply means, you know, he doesn't really, he, he's not, he doesn't really love God. He's just here because he likes the mosh pit and the loud music. You know, well, she's a traditionalist, which really means that, you know, she's one of the, uh, the walking dead in Christ. You know, one of the, one of the frozen chosen, uh, is re- really what that means. Yeah. Every person you see, every person, you know, needs hope. Every person, you know, needs comfort. Every person you, you, you come in contact with needs love. Every person you come in contact with needs a Savior. And this message is for all people. No, no exceptions. I, uh, we're not... Well, uh, let, me, let me pull this one up here. This is, this is Paul, Romans 14, four, one of my favorite verses in the Bible. Who are you to judge someone else's servant? To their own master servants stand or fall, and they will stand for the Lord is able to make them stand you know so when I when I see somebody else uh, uh, whether they're in the Lord or or out of the Lord if they're out of the Lord I, I know they need the Lord if they're in the Lord you know all I, I, I said Lord they're yours they're yours and you know what I hope they make it because I hope I make it and there may be some areas that I'm a little blind in and I and I I, I don't want to have to Don't want to have to stand before you and need something other than the fact that I believe in the Lord Jesus Christ as my Savior. Because if I need more than that, then I'm probably in big trouble. I love, uh, we're not doing Christmas Carol this year, but I I love nephew Fred's speech that he gives to, uh, uh, to Scrooge when Scrooge is doing his bah humbug thing and it's, uh, it's, it's always good to be reminded of it each, each year. He says, I am sure that I've always thought of Christmas time when it has come around apart from the veneration due to its sacred name and origin. If anything belonging to it can be apart from that. It, of course, in our culture, a lot is apart from it. But I've always thought of it as a good time, a kind, forgiving, charitable, pleasant time. The only time I know of in the long calendar of the year when men and women... Seen by one consent to open their shut up hearts freely. And and this is the part that always gets me. And to think of other people as if they really were fellow passengers to the grave. And not just another race of creatures bound on other journeys. Surely the words for all people can, can expand our horizons. And so the news itself is simply this. The Savior's been born. The Savior's been born. You're a sinner? Wow, what a coincidence. I'm a sinner too. And you know what? I found, I, I found a Savior. I, I found somebody who can, who can get me out of this rebelliousness, who can, who can gulf the chasm between me and God. The Lord Jesus Christ. So the scripture says that when they had seen him. They spread the word concerning what had been told them. About this child. And all who heard it were amazed. At what the shepherds said to them. That's simple. When they had seen him. When they experienced him. They just went out and told people about him. Hey. Hey. it's not any more complicated than that you know you don't have to be able to answer all of their questions you don't have to be able to really even explain yourself other than to say i was this and now i'm this and he did it and no one can no one can deny that they can try to deny it but what do they know they're not you You're the only one who really knows you. What you believe cannot be refuted. They may go, well, I don't believe that. Well, it doesn't change the fact that I do. And boy, it works for me. How's what you got going on working for you? So, get moving. There would not have been any personal testimony had the shepherds not gotten up. And gone to Bethlehem and then gotten up and went out and just started telling people. That's, that's, that's where it started. And we, uh, each year, the Advent season is a pretty big deal around here. And so we've got some things to help you out. Now, I just want to mention them to you. And I, I, I put pictures up of all of them, but, but one that I was uh, reminded of, I knew that Pastor Wayne was sharing this Wednesday, but I didn't know he was sharing about Advent. So I don't have your picture up, Wayne, but uh, that's okay. I've got mine. Uh, <laughs> but uh, but this Wednesday, uh, the third, Wayne uh, Wayne will be teaching about Advent, and then uh, two days later, uh, we'll open "It's a Wonderful Life." The five, sixth, and seventh. Uh, who doesn't like "It's a Wonderful Life"? I mean, seriously, if you don't like "It's a Wonderful Life," just just raise your hand and 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 <laughs> confess right now. Okay, so we can all go, okay, <laughs> yeah, but Paula, I love you. I'm a man of grace and mercy, and, yeah. and I'm happy, yeah, <laughs> uh, it's a wonderful show, and it's going gonna, it's gonna to be good, and you kind of go, oh, you're just wanting people to come see the show. Listen, you, you know people who will not come to a church service with you, but they love It's a Wonderful Life. And they'll get you a sinner and bring them to see the show. There's a bunch of people in this church who their first, the first time they ever entered this building was to see a show. And a lot of them didn't go to church anywhere. That, that's one of the reasons why we're doing it. So, I mean, how hard is that? You may not be able to lead them down the Romans road, but you can say, you want to go see a play? And then on the 10th, uh, on on the uh that's the following wednesday night we'll be showing the star bethlehem how many of you have have not seen this okay because i know a lot of you have guys this is this this is some this is some strong stuff it's really really good and i'll tell you what get a sinner who believes in astrology (laughs) i'm serious get get a sinner who goes oh yeah man the, the stars you know we're going to show them the stars. Yes, indeed. Wednesday night. All you, you just kind of go, hey, man, you, 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 like, you like astrology? We're doing an astrology thing at our church. <laughs> uh, okay. No, we're not. Okay. <laughs> we're, we're, we're going to look at the, at, the, at the heavens and see the signs and what the heavens mean. Do that okay yeah all right and you don't have to get that weird voice on to do it you just (laughs) just tell them you know that you want to do that (laughs) and then and then on the 17th uh carols by candlelight which it's for the community i mean this will be our 27th annual carols by candlelight and yeah some of you kind of think that's a long time well you get to be my age (laughs) but it is oh it's cool uh Did I tell you about the, uh, my, did I I mention last year about the time that I had the misprint in the, (laughs) 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 well, I don't know, one of the, probably the second or third year we were doing it, I I would, I would print up these little booklets because we didn't have, you know, screens and video and all that business with the, uh, with the Christmas uh, lyrics in it and uh, uh, away in a manger. I had printed that up, and I had Arwen come up, my, our, our oldest daughter, who was about this tall at that time, come up to, uh, to help me lead it. Because, uh, you know, it's, it's you know, children think, away in a manger, you know, kind of thing. And uh, we got down to the part where, uh, where it said, bless, you know, bless all the dear children. And, I, and the, you know, the misprint was, bless all the dead children. <laughs> it just kind of went, oh, okay yeah uh, we'll, we'll try to fix that before the carols this year get here early that night uh, because the seats will fill up fast but it's a wonderful night invite people to it uh, and then on the on the 21st uh, you can come to church and and, I, and not hear a sermon and and uh, you know a lot of sinners wouldn't mind coming to church if they didn't have to hear a sermon. But I'll be doing uh, I'll be doing the, the Joseph Davidson thing once again. I think it's been two or, it's been three years I think since I, since I did it. Uh, but that'll be on December twenty first. And you kind of go, hey man, you need to come to church with me today. But it's not going to be a sermon. Our pastor is really good looking and he's and he's a good actor and he's going to be doing this this Joseph thing and you'll like it. It's not that funny. Uh, <laughs> And then on Christmas Day, you, you know, if you, get, if, you get, if you get your center friends to some of the other stuff, you might even get them to this. Uh, you know, Christmas changed for me about 30 years ago, the first time we went to a Christmas day service. And I wouldn't miss one since then, because it just took the whole day and it made it right. Just tied it together, put the bow on it, it starts at 11. We'll have you finished by noon. Uh, We'll be taking communion. Uh, We'll read the story. We'll sing the songs. There'll be some really special things that'll happen that day. Um, Anyway, you've got this window. These next three, four weeks, you've you've got this window, three and a half weeks, really, in which people will listen. They won't listen after the first of the year they probably won't listen after december 25th use it use it good news great joy all people would you stand with me With those who are going to pray with people uh come down this morning uh, this season can also be a, a hard season for for people and uh Just because it's good news and great joy doesn't mean that you don't have some, uh, some problems at times. and Don't have some things going on. Do uh, we have anybody praying on this side? I just wonder. Yeah. yeah. If you need prayer for anything. If you need uh, healing. If you need uh, something financial. If you need direction. If you need relationships that need to be fixed and healing uh, in those this time is open come and pray if you don't if you don't need to come then uh worship with us for a few moments quickly, quickly, Lord. Advent, as uh, Rodney was saying, is uh, the, the coming of uh, a uh, person or an event. And uh, Christ's birth in Bethlehem was his first advent a first advent because there's going to be another one and the good news is <laughs> the good news is this world isn't going to be lasting a whole lot longer he's coming he's coming again raise your hand let me give you a blessing and the god and father of our lord and savior jesus christ who sent his son into the world to be the light of the world And who by the power of the Holy Spirit has imparted that light to each one of you. May that light shine forth from you. May the darkness around you be dispersed by the message of the gospel. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen.